It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get me started, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. There's certain things you don't want me to talk about. Yeah. You got him started. I got him. I got him started. Hey, we are starting, so I got him started. You got me started. Now I'm all riled up. Um, <laughs> here we are, guys. Post game show. Sherrod Blakely is at the Garden, where the hey, Celtics Sherrod. Celtics earned a Grade A prime, you know, uh, moral victory tonight. Back. Yeah, a big pat on the back, and again, potential it's, victory. It's hard to dog the potential victory. It's hard to dog these guys, considering everything that happened. Um, you know, they were down three rotation players uh, and uh, with Grant Horford and Schroeder in a non-COVID illness. The other two guys down in the COVID protocols, plus Sam Herter, plus Jabari Parker. Uh, it, and then um, your boy Langford went out. Sherrod and then Ro- and John. Fr- friggin' Romeo goes out eight Romeo, minutes in. Oh, Romeo. Uh, Romeo. We're bringing Bobby too. Bobby's a his Bobby's neck. at the garden. Bobby always finds the His darkest neck. corner of the garden and says, Hey, I went a... right to the Joe's <laughs> place spot. Whatever. Where are you, dude? You're not says, at the garden tonight. Where are you? You're, you're, you're out partying somewhere. He says, says, this, this is, is a good spot for me. This is exactly where Joe's no place sent me with the beautiful black drop, backdrop and you can't see it. So black drop is here right. we are. No, you were yeah, right. Yeah. Black drop. That's I mean, black drop. I, was right, I mean, I was you right can literally, you know. John, why do we send this guy to the game? He can literally be anywhere right now. You know what I mean? Because he, he's not going to wear those suits anywhere. He know? might. He might. I've seen him wear uh, a number of different outfits at these games. Yeah. Anyways, what's hey, up, Bobby? That was part of the job description. <laughs> um, that was disappointing, huh? Like, I, I'm not going more victory here. That was pretty poor execution through a number of stretches in the second half to end up with a loss here in a game that I felt like the Celtics played better in. I mean, they were the better defensive team in the second half. Probably better offensive team, too, the way Curry and others are playing there. For yeah, State Warriors until, played, played a bad game. Yeah, until uh, the, the second unit just beat up on Boston. And it happened in the first half. It happened in the second half. And a decisive stretch there. Uh, Curry hits two shots down the stretch. And that's basically the game, those two shots that he hit that separated this one. Free yeah. throws, obviously, that's a big one. That halftime debacle where you lost four points in a game you lose by four, probably the most definitive moment of this one. Is this getting the tech and smart fouling there? Did they miss both free throws more times than ever in history tonight? Yeah, Rob Rob missed both twice. Uh, Jalen one time. Oh my god, got a lot of missed free throws. Missed free throws, so many at the rim. But missed yeah. layups, missed free throws. Neesmith, I know, I know, I know. But, like, that's it, man. That's the job. You got If you're going to earn your minutes. <laughs> when, they, shots. 
when they find you in the corner on the open corner three and you have five seconds to take it, you have to not those that should be 75. If you're a shooter, you knock down three out of four of those. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, that's what he does, right? I mean, it's not like you can like lie on your resume and say that you're proficient in Excel and then like they give you an Excel spreadsheet and you can't do it. It's like this guy hits threes. So <laughs> right. why, why can't he hit threes? Like we've all lied on our on our resumes before. At least I, I have. Edit, but. Yeah. Bobby told me he edited Premiere. He doesn't freaking edit on Premiere. <laughs> edit Premiere? <laughs> <laughs> but like what is like what is Neesmith doing if he's not doing that? You know, like what is it that you do here? Yeah, what do you do here? Right. It's like, come on, man. I know, and then he loses his confidence, you know, and then yeah, good. He drove and he got an and one one time, but then another time he just took a nice charge. Take it, and he, you know, and, and another time at the top of the key, he kind of drives into was, nowhere and passes into a sea of, the of blue. Even with all the misses, right? He was, he was, he was engaged and active. You just want to. I'm just piling on. It's not a Neesmith. It's not a bash Neesmith show. He no. made. He made the most of his opportunities relative to what he normally does. And he ran with that first unit in that third quarter when they friggin' replacing Romeo when they cut the lead down. So he did great there. Uh, you just want it. These are just the missed opportunities. You want to see him knock down those threes. You want to see them hit their layups. You want to see them not turn the ball over when they're not being pressured. You know, uh, and, you know, the, the free throws. Right? Free just throws. a lot of well, that stuff. The, yeah. This was an opportunity game for Neesmith because of the players that were yeah. out, you know, because. And he made a. Romeo. He made. He made something of it. He just could have done he more. He made something of it. He, he was serviceable out there for sure. But yeah, there were opportunities missed as well. You know, they're like yeah. the big shot from, you know what I mean? Like the, there were points in the game where the Celtics were making their run and they made a great second half run. And, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but I love the way they played in the second half. I really do. I mean, I thought the way the first half ended, I was like, wow, that couldn't have gone any more poorly. Yeah. They just lost any momentum that they even had cutting it to 10. And then they came out firing in the second half, which I, which I, you know, I was all, over, all about. So Nisus was a part of that. But there are bits and pieces of that run where you say, damn, like that's one that you wish they could have had. Maybe, maybe that, you know, really punches the Warriors in the mouth there because the Celtics were right at that hump for pretty much <laughs> the entire second half, but they couldn't really get over it and make a little bit of a lead of their own. Yeah. Well, Bring in Joe Sway really had, as well. What's up, Joe Sway? What's up, Joe Sway? You good? Okay, he can't hear us. He ain't, blink he ain't if good. blink if you've got us, Joe Sway. <laughs> I thought he ain't I got nobody. Blink. Anyway, here, here's the thing: um, coaches and players always talk about control what you can control, and I, I thought that's where the Celtics kind of let this game get away from them. Free throws, you can control free throws. You yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. control how well you make or miss those. You know, between Jalen Brown and Time Lord, they missed six out of seven free throws. That can't happen. You can't. You just can't blow those many that many opportunities. Yeah, you can't hear us, kidding. Back to the back to the basics, man. You guys hear me? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Back to the basics, man. You know that's a good point, Sherrod. You know that's something that the coach is gonna. That's that, that gave me like high school flashback. Like, look, you guys lost by this many points. Look how many free throws you missed. But can Ime really say that when he's the one that earned that technical foul? I mean, there's a lot of those opportunities that I thought the Celtics should have capitalized on, especially those free throws. But, you know, at the end of the day, it did come back to, to, to bite them, you know? Yeah. And I thought Tatum today, I mean, overall, you know, last game against Milwaukee, I thought we saw top five Tatum. Today was more like top 25 Tatum. He was good. Put up good numbers. Oh, but that third quarter, though? That, 
That's well. He went from top fifty-five to top twenty-five because of, of what he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I like though, Sherrod. What I'll say in this: they were buzzing. They were obviously looking to double. You know, they were playing off other guys, waiting for Tatum to make his move. You could see the way the defense was looking. You know, they, they so they were waiting to smother him at every turn. And it, it looked for a while in that first half, like Golden State. That first quarter, it looked like they had six guys out there. They were just buzzing around the ball, and every mm-hmm. time Boston went anywhere near the lane, people were slapping at it. People were. Mm-hmm. And so it took a while for Tatum to get into it. To his credit, I'll say, it wasn't one of those games that he forced the issue. He couldn't get going, and he couldn't find his spots early, and he kind of let it come to him a little bit, which I'll take over him just going one-on-four you know, and turning the ball over a ton and going in and hunting fouls and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I I didn't think he did that. He actually kind of kept it you know, kept his composure a little bit until he could start to work it. And he definitely started feeling it there in the third. So you're right. Like you want to see more of an impact in a game like this when you're down this many people, but I actually, you know, I'm tough on Tatum a lot. This was one where I, you know, you know I'm going to uh, <laughs> just has got company. Just wait, you, just wait. There's who's so many people box, up here. Who's, who's club box are you in right now, man? This place. <laughs> This is the most packed I've seen it up here with spectators, man. Like it's usually half media, half spectators. You in like, a Robert Kraft suite or something, man? It's like it's like seventy Damn. spectators, yeah, 30, 30 media members, man. Let me ask you this real quick. What's the practical joke you told? What's the joke you told Bobby where you sent him to a spot where he could get a good uh, shot? Because <laughs> yeah. literally, no. he was like, he's like Joe Sway told me to go here, and it's just wow. pitch black. Around he's in a him. bat cave right now. <laughs> I don't know what to tell him. I'm sorry. He's going to have to come sit next to, next, next to me or something because I don't know how. It's the same exact view, but you got the Celtic stuff in the back. I got the you point. know what it is, Josue? These games, anybody who's loosely affiliated with the TD Garden or the Celtics, they get like a family member who wants to go to the game. They, they just toss them here. Take this pass. Head up, up to nine. Halo. Yeah, head up yeah. to nine. And go find a seat. Don't like eye contact with anybody. That's why you got like a hundred more people are probably yeah, how funny how, how funny would it be is as jimmy was saying that someone just hands me a beer i'm like thanks bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, with yeah, all the people around me man. it does i'm sure it looks like i'm in like a nice like like sweet you know take it in the game but no that's not the case <laughs> what was the uh how how i so this is typically my favorite this isn't a shocker but celtics warriors has always been just a yeah. electric atmosphere and such a fun game to go to did it feel that way tonight it did. And and I, everything. it did, and I, and, I, and I tell you why, Jimmy, the way this, this team came out at, at the halftime, because trust me, you've been here plenty of times, Jimmy. You know when this crowd's getting ready to, to, yeah. to, to just say, you know what, F this, I'm out. And they had about two minutes to make up for the first half in that opening, uh, you know, second or third quarter, rather. And this team just really lit things up. You know, got the crowd into it. I, I thought they played, a, they played a part for sure in that third quarter to keep that rally going to the end. And, um, yeah, the fourth quarter was, was up for grabs, but, of course, the, the Warriors refocus, you know, at the end of the day, but you can't fault the Celtics for, for, for the way they were getting buckets. You know, most teams would have just said, okay, now it's Tatum and Brown to take over, but they didn't do that. And I thought that that worked for the better guys like Richardson was mm-hmm. making threes, you know, guys were more involved. You want that to be the case, regardless of who you're playing against, regardless of the situation. So I don't hate the Celtics approach, but again, you know, it's for this one, I, I think it was back to the basics in the sense of you have to capitalize on those free throws and, and those little, minor or you know depending how you look at it those little tweaks here and there is how you beat a team like the golden state warriors when you fall down by 20 in the first half especially when you don't have all your your guys around i mean you especially. were missing you were just missing right. you weren't just missing a couple of guys you were missing really key core type of guys uh, i would love to have seen grant williams that we've seen this year 
play against a guy like Draymond to see how he handles that matchup. We'd love to have seen Al Horford out there, you know, doing what, what Al does as far as facilitating, rebounding, helping stretch the floor, those type of things. And to, to have those pieces missing, and yet as soon as this game comes down to like the last couple of minutes, you know, you, you if you're the Celtics, you have to feel kind of good about that. But you know that, to your point, Joe Sway, there were so many little things that they could have done a little bit better at that would have dramatically changed this outcome. And free throw shooting is one of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but well, what are we going to do? Talk about free. I mean, they missed the free throws. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. <laughs> well, we're but, not doing the free throw show. What the hell? What can we say other than <laughs> what can we say John, other than what, what the hell is the wrong film. with them? For not show the film, John. Show the film. Yeah, make make them. Oh, watch here. Here's where he misses. Yep, long. There's, that there's one's probably long. Probably an old uh, red 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 our back like fundamentals video on free okay, throws. Okay, I, I got. That, uh, I'll do you one. I'll do you one Nick better. Nick Jelso will fire up for us. <laughs> I'll do you one better. How about this? How about the fact that, and I said this to Grenham, who's sitting next to me, right? Chris Grenham from Forbes. I said, how about Robert Williams finally CLNS makes that mid-range? Yeah, right? He finally makes that mid-range jumper that he's missed for like the last two months, and then they wave it away. Fast forward, next oh, possession, Steph Curry gets two opportunities to get a wide open three. You know he's not going to miss the second one, regardless if he's right above Lucky, you know, almost near the logo, and he drains yeah. it. Like, that was just those sort of swings – really did this team in all of a sudden it was a 10 point game after that there was a lot of them i mean that 10-0 run late there obviously with the back-to-back curry threes a oh, couple man. of couple of bogus calls that friggin ridiculous one on richardson and again you're not going right. to call that for the thing but you know uh, but it just, felt like the clock was just like slowly going like, yeah. like the clock didn't want the game to end it's like come on Celtics, get back in this you know, know it was such a long fourth quarter but in a good way for the celtics down the stretch but they just yeah came up short it was frustrating. Um, frustrating game only because, again, as, as you said, Jimmy, you know, not a game you expect to win, but a game they could have won um, if they executed better. Um, and so it's a bummer. But, I mean, we just keep riding this friggin' roller coaster. And the problem, again, for now, we're talking about a game and almost third, a season and almost 30 games is there's always reasons. There's good enough reasons for why they're not. Uh, playing better and then you see glimpses like last game which was their best game of the, one, maybe their best game of the year um, against you know a quality team and uh, and then you kind of get back into this and yeah well they're out a bunch of guys and they could have should have woulda and you know you don't know how to feel about this one it's just you know this this just it's exhausting it's exhausting this this freaking this ride with this team right now all right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be. There's, soon. there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff. Out, outside of the sports realm, anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. You know? What did you guys think of uh, Jalen tonight? Sloppy Joe. <laughs> oh, wow. Sloppy Jay. I Sloppy. actually thought, Sloppy. I thought, um, I thought he came on a lot better in the second half, I guess, like everyone else. But, there was a – I wasn't obviously at the game, but according to Twitter, a lot of people said that Eme um, kind of led into him and Cantor at one point in the first half. And I think yeah. after that, may have woken him up a little bit. He seemed active In the first there. quarter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I, I know he was a little bit sluggish or slow or whatever it was to start, but I thought he kind of came around. Um, so his numbers look like look better than his play. I agree. His numbers look way better than his play. Because, I mean, he had 20 points, shot 50% from the field. But, damn, he had five turnovers. He made and some bad, bad choices. Sloppy, yeah. He yeah. made lots of bad choices. So He went back to that yeah. classic, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my footing, but not sure where to pass it to. And then Warriors defenders were everywhere. You know, yeah. it seemed like yeah. well, as soon as he left his feet, well, that, it was like, like, like they were waiting on him. Bad turnover mm-hmm. in the end and towards the end there when he dribbled it off his, off his leg. Oh man, that yeah. was bad. I mean, that was. And I love the way Jalen and, and 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 yeah, uh, they were passing. Tatum were playing game. off each other, but they couldn't. Neither one could capitalize. It's again, there was a lot to like off this game. Like Marcus Smart, like you know, I didn't even waste so, getting ang. Man. I didn't even waste any anger about what happened at the end of the first half. Like it sucked, and it was boneheaded. And then I mean, yeah. he wiped all of it away in like a minute and fifteen seconds of the of the third quarter, just friggin' flying all over the place. And then at the end, there, you know, you got the two biggest grit guys in the league both going for a ball and who gets it friggin' marcus out dives draymond you yeah. know on a critical play it's awesome he was yeah. awesome he was all he was over everywhere. the place he was everywhere the way his passing he found smart on a nice little one underneath with that monster dunk there i mean uh yeah, nice found uh rob, found yeah. rob. rob. For the love. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, so many different things that he did tonight. He was good when they were shutting down and they couldn't get to their spots. When Tatum and Brown were struggling getting into the paint, Smart was getting into the paint. Like, yeah. I thought he, you know, I thought he did a lot of good things tonight. So there was a lot, and the energy. That third quarter is probably one of their better quarters of the season in terms of both ends of the floor sort of energy. And again, yeah. it was still just sloppy enough where they could have probably taken a lead there uh, and, and and entered that fourth with a you know six eight point lead. Um, you know, so there was plenty to like. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Look, they win 80 percent of the games they play like this. They yeah. win. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that's and that, that's so you true. know the one silver lining I think that they got to take away from this play. You gotta close that damn gap on that other twenty percent. I mean, you you gotta find ways to get these games because you because right now you've had too many damn games like this, where you've been just right there, and then you know you get Charlie Brown and, and wind up on your ass. But again, <laughs> was Charlie Brown sure the guy I... that came in in the second quarter when Romeo went out? Jimmy was checking his. <laughs> Jimmy was, was like, che- Jimmy's checking his program. <laughs> I to text you guys. Did I miss an announcement? Did they make a trade? Like, did I did I even catch ninety seven? I was like, I, you talking about Thomas, kid? Brod- yeah, Broderick, yeah, yeah, yeah Broderick he, Thomas. He's like, he's he called him Tomas. Yeah. I mean, oh, man, gosh. when you reach that deep into your into your depth chart, you know, yeah. that, you know, there's got to be some level of injuries going on with the team right now. But this is the a very that- a very regular conversation. Just for, I'll get back to you, Jimmy. But for the viewers at home, a very regular type of conversation we have in our text thread is Bobby Manning saying, "Oh my God, I love such and such. We need to." Blank, blank, something, something, and and then Jimmy and I will be like, "Who?" Yeah, wait, wait, time out. I think I actually said unsubscribe yesterday. Stop, stop talking about these random people. There's only so many names I can hold in my head, and Broderick Thomas is not one of them. You can't can't just you can't just throw in a number ninety-seven and not have Jimmy just for like, who is this dude? Like, yeah. Oh, I was like. I, had yeah. to, I did a triple take. I actually pulled up the roster. I was like, okay, am I going to have yeah. to talk about this guy tonight? If he's right. going to play all, all game, I'm going to have to talk about this guy tonight. I was about to do my famous YouTube highlight reel uh, research, but I didn't get yeah. to that. Didn't get that deep into the game. Jimmy did one of these. Like, that's not Hauser. 
Yeah. yeah, literally, I was like, who is that? Jimmy watches the, it's one of those games. Jimmy watches the first half from Twitter. Uh, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, crap. Who is this? Damn. I gotta go, I gotta go do research now. I have to go pull up, <laughs> yeah, pull up, this, pull up the main, the main Red Claws. I'm, I'm on the main Red Claws trying to navigate no, their website. They're not the Red Claws, Jimmy. They're the Celtics, the they're main always, Celtics. Get it right. Always the right. Red Claws to me. They're always the Red Claws to me. Damn, you're just, you're just so game. passionate about it, huh? No, that's yeah. what He's just so passionate about it. They should have kept it the Red Claws. They named it the Red Claws as paid tribute to Red Auerbach. That was one of the things they wanted to name it, the Red Claws. And they were like, you know what? Screw Red. We're just going to call them the Celtics. I'm not gonna, oh, not is, gonna it, is that part of it? The Red Red Auerbach? Yeah. Yeah, that was part oh. of it. That was original. Yeah, originally what, what the thinking was. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just whatever. It's like when people have to think about your name, it doesn't work. Like, you ever see the movie That Thing You Do, and they call themselves The Wonders, but they spell it O-N-E? Durs yeah. and everyone's like the O'Neaters and they're like, oh, f- forget it. Well, that <laughs> was like, uh, that was like the Beatles. I, I had no idea that it was Beatles, like the beat of a music. I was like, why the yeah. hell? Yeah. Well, yeah. I figured the, you know, the, the, red, Beatles. the red lobster, you know, that's what they're bringing. That's what they love. Right, well, it's, it's, a, it's a double on, it's, what's the word? Double, double entendre? entendre. Yeah, yeah double, double entendre. entendre. <laughs> double on, had it, on, on, yeah. Don't say it like a question, man. Just go with it, you know? That's what act, it was, though. Act now as if, just, buddy. Act now as it's if. Just the Celtics, like, yeah. whatever. You know, good, good for SEO, I guess, right? Jimmy, no was, afraid he's, Jimmy was afraid he was going to say double on Tandra or something. Like I was going to say like double on <laughs> Tandre. I think I was going to say. Yeah. He's going to get real creative accents at the end. Yes, there yeah. is the main aspect of it too, like lobsters of Maine. So there was like, yeah, there was there's a like a triple on Tandra. Triple. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Triples are good. Triples are good. I think <laughs> triple in the nose. No, I, think, I think I'm not surprised that you. I'm surprised you haven't sent Bobby up there yet. He's literally like I think you think he's joking. He's itching really to go. go. No, he's he's yeah. just he's waiting for me to say okay, Bobby, I'll pay for it. You know, like yeah, he, he wants you to pay for that train ticket. You know, on the yeah. weekends it's only ten dollars. You should just. I made that up actually. I think it's ten dollars. You totally made that up, Jimmy. If you stay in Massachusetts. <laughs> No, wait, you know what? I don't think I made that up. You can actually just pay $10 and you can go anywhere on the train. In the world like, for $10. I know you No, no, no. I think it's, I know you can go to Providence. No, that's, so that's, the, Jimmy, Maine. that's the Red Lobster Buffet. That's not, that's not Maine. No, I'm telling you, there's like a weekend promotion that the, like the MBTA is doing. That's actually Red Lobster. Where are my train people at? Where are my people I'm taking the train at? Back me up here. It's 10 they're bucks. homeschooling, Jimmy. They're homeschooling. They're so, all homeschooling. So, Ten so bucks, the damn MBTA it. that's based in Mass is, is making trips to, to Maine. All right, they go. They for, go. Yeah, they. For yeah, they go. <laughs> for ten bucks, yeah. They go over state lines, Joe Sway. Yeah, We're the United is, States Am- here. Amtrak's gonna be out of business in no time. Let's bring in this fool. What's up, Bobby? What's up? What's going on? What? Uh, any anything out of the anything out yeah, of the post game we're talking just, about? I think you just freeze the show. For, froze the show for a bit. Uh, yeah. Bobby, anything out yeah, of the Bobby. post game? No, just disappointment with the rebound, the loose balls. That was something I didn't mention in my minute there talking at the beginning of the show. That was weird. It was a good huh? minute, the, though. The amount of offensive rebounding that the Warriors pulled off early in this game mm-hmm. on Boston. I mean, they couldn't hold down a single rebound. A early. lot of them were long rebounds, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that was yep. disappointing. It wasn't something uh, Udoka expected to impact them, and it did in a big way early. I think they had five in the first quarter, Golden State. Uh, three on that first play where Wiggins was just volleyballing it. Uh, so 
Freedom didn't do all that much to address that. I thought his runs were pretty rough with that bench unit there. That was the big theme of what Ime was talking about. Are, are, are well, we really starting this with with Ime, with with Ennis was the problem? Yeah, it was disappointing. You had to use him in this <laughs> one like, with yeah. all the other fours and fives out. This is a horrible matchup for him. And then that big shot by Iguodala played a big role in this one too. He actually defended that one fairly well. Just a crazy shot that he hit there. Um, but otherwise, just how I'm blaming him. Stuff. Uh, I mean, he was a team worse, plus minus, and, you know, pretty rough bench stretches from him and those guys out there. It wasn't all him, but uh, just an array of oh, guys this is sad the to hear. that couldn't contribute against Golden State, whether it was Pritchard, who, again, non-factor in this one. Neesmith came and went. Lankford disappearing with another injury there. Let's see if they'll get him back. There wasn't much of an update on him in the postgame. If, honestly, if he plays tomorrow, I want I, I, I wouldn't let him play. If your if your team is that shorthanded, and if he can go tomorrow and he couldn't tough it out tonight, just right. just go just go away. Seriously, weird like, situation on that play too. Joe Sway was talking about that, like no one really coming over, and because I think they thought he was trying to and, sell it for a while, yeah. you know. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> that shouldn't be. You, you gotta have your boys gotta have your back on that one, or at least the medical staff. It's like everyone, everyone just sort of looked at each other and was like, "You want to go? No, he got it. He's good." He's good. By the way, like, is he down again? By the way, who is the number one defensive rebounding team in all of basketball this season? Does anybody know? The Boston Celtics. You know, that's my least favorite stat. It's the Warriors. 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 And the number one defense too. Yeah, number one, number it. one defensive rebounding team in all of in all of basketball. So, um, you know, it was it is what no it is. Kidding. Yeah, Rob got his hands on a lot of balls on the offensive, and end he can't too. grab them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. But that lineup: Kioza, Bielita, Wiggins, Lee, Iguodala. That's the one that killed you. Steph Curry didn't even really kill you in this one. No, he wasn't no. that good. Thirty points. It fell out. Yeah, missed we a lot talked of- about that. This was a game where Steph yeah. Curry was not on his game. Yes, he had a few big shots and he had some, you know, his typical dribbling and ball handling that he does. But he missed some wide open threes. He missed some shots at the rim. Like this was a winnable game, and that's where the disappointing factor comes in. It's yeah. not. It's not so much that you're disappointed in like the effort. Although that being said, what can we talk about again? Another horrible start by the Celtics. I mean, this is their their Achilles heel. You can't go down. You're, you're lucky that you even made this into a game because if you go down 20 points to the Goldiers, there's a good chance you're not sniffing uh, a comeback uh, or your, your offense just can't keep up. The only reason they were able to is because Curry wasn't on his game tonight and, you know, Warriors in general weren't like that automatic on the offensive end. And the Celtics caught a little lightning in a bottle and made, made a nice comeback. But you can't go down 20 like they have been in these games. And that's what Emei's been talking about, these starts of these games. They come out with no energy or whatever it is and no effort and confusion. And I think that's we why you started email yelling at the players. Well, Andrew, Wiggins was, Andrew Wiggins was a problem. I was well, say, particularly man. in the first half. Andrew oh, Wiggins yeah, was a major that's problem. Crushed him, and, yeah. and that, that you're right. I mean, you, you but know, he's not, Curry, he's not what? They made him into a problem. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. A problem tonight. I think they contributed to that, right? With the lack of we, we do have Marcus. We do have Marcus at the podium here. I'm gonna hop and be right back. <laughs> Jimmy, what? What was that? <laughs> was that a banaka? Don't worry, about it. 
We can't smell you, man. You're good. Just a little tree farm <laughs> festival, uh, making the place smells like Christmas trees up in here. As you can see, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit a little bit. So, pick this up today. No free ads, but um, yeah, cover no free it up. Ads, but, um, yeah, cover that up. We don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't do that. Tree farm no festival. It's a spray. No candles. I don't. You know, I don't have any candles lit right now. So I don't want to, but I still want to get the aromas. Yeah, I have candles are downstairs. But. Yeah, but you got the wooden thought, you know, maybe, maybe stay with me. Yeah, candles, I got some know? beams here that I don't really want to, I really don't want to, these things will go up quickly. You probably got some lacquer on it, you know, some really flammable stuff, you know. This is, this is, this is an old building. I imagine this place would go up very quickly. So I don't want to have, have anything to do with that. Yeah, I feel like it was almost a, almost a flashback of what Boston did last week in, uh, in L.A., but that second quarter, I felt like just really put this push the Celtics back. I mean, that twenty point hole, and then to end things off, you pulled to within ten before halftime, and then a right. four point swing because of a, a awful, stupid foul by Marcus Smart. Like John, you know, he did make up for it, you know, in that third quarter, but that was huge. It you was know, bad. Those are the, those are the kind of bad. plays that come back. Those are the kind of plays that the the, the basketball gods I feel like are gonna make you pay for it later on. And you know that four points. I mean, you the Celtics really needed those four points down the stretch and you know you, you combine the terrible foul along with uh, a, an awful reaction or a poorly timed reaction by by Ime Udoka who got the who got the tech and that was the four points right I there. think he wanted to send a message there you know but yeah mm-hmm. um he, he was he was hunting for that tech he was pissed off um uh, and didn't like the way it was going I mean just yeah, wait I- like Point one more seconds and then say something on your way out. <laughs> you can you, know? you get the t- you get the tech to start the third quarter too. That's not uh, a great way. They may have let that one slide. Just get him get him in the tunnel. You know, say let someone in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, something on the way out. Real quick, uh, while Bobby's while Bobby's listening to Marcus Smart, we'll tell you about one of our sponsors here, uh, oh, yeah. LinkedIn, and this is for you know you can get a job. Go get a job um, if you want. New year, uh, new job. On that, LinkedIn, guys? but this what we're what we're advertising here is uh, if you want to post a job, if you're a small business like us here at CLNS Media, we use LinkedIn uh, a lot, looking for uh, for talent. Uh, and do we? Uh, yeah, geez, are you kidding me? I um, know we do. Yeah, I we do it. I don't know why we wouldn't. Exactly. Um, so you should too. You can get <laughs> a lot of people are a little you know, worried about doing it and, uh, you know, out of the jump here. So if you want to kind of dip your toe in, test the waters, you get to post one free job here. Uh, if you go there, linkedin.com slash garden, uh, create a free job post in minutes, reach your network beyond the world's largest professional network of Joe Sway. Say it with me. 770 million. <laughs> 700, people. 700 million. It's unbelievable. I don't know where we that's, found all these. That humans. number doesn't even mad people sense no bots. in my head. Zero bots. These all are right. real people. Focus on candidates with the right they all skills. They nine to fives. Like yeah. adults? Yeah. In the world? Yeah. Everybody's looking for <laughs> that. that nine and the cool it's, thing about this is you don't even have to have a business to go on LinkedIn.com slash Guardian. You can just be like, you know what? I want to hire like an intern to just do some stuff for me. You might not even have a business, but you know what? You can go hire somebody anyways. Yeah. You guys can right. figure out the details, whatever you want to pay or not. We don't care. We don't go care. Go check what it the, out. Yeah, yeah, just go go out there and hire somebody. Just hire somebody. Right? <laughs> just hire somebody. Uh, LinkedIn you can jobs. Literally hire somebody for free. Yeah. Number one, delivering quality hires versus your leading competitors. And if you're just some guy hiring somebody, really anybody is your competition at this point. Um, right. So again, LinkedIn.com/garden. Post that first job for free. Go out and get some. Uh, guys, any other Someone thoughts on said, this? What's that? Someone, someone said his Project Thomas on LinkedIn. 
<laughs> I mean, no, that man has a job. That's where the yeah, Celtics found a, him actually before the game. Yeah, he's got a job. Yeah, maybe. Stop. Well, <laughs> Broderick Thomas Slander. Yeah. Um, I have to imagine all the guys they he lost tonight the are back. not going to get out of COVID protocols for tomorrow. So you're going to be shorthanded as well. Um, you don't know what's going on with you Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, who had a non-COVID illness and Romeo, if that neck miraculously heals uh, and he can return. I mean, people are so mean to Romeo, man. That was a tough I life. was actually, so it's, I, just, it's just, it's bad luck. If anything, it's not like he's going to shock you guys. I missed so that. Mad. It's I mean, a contact I mean, sport. Get up. You know, I if he look, if, if he's got a concussion, it's a different story, you know, but I mean, well, that's it, what I, I was gonna say. right. I just don't know. I, I couldn't, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So I can't really comment on it, but if it was a concussion, then that would make sense. But you know what though? I feel like they would have said, no, they definitely would have said it's a concussion, like <laughs> symptoms or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They test for that stuff, like pretty they quickly. Test. People asking if there's going to be a spaces. We did uh, Twitter spaces the other night. It was enjoyable. We are not going to do it tonight. We're not going to do it after every game. We will do it from time to time. Uh, I, we are going to do one before the Patriots game tomorrow. I'll tell you guys more about the Pat stuff. Uh, if you want to join us, we got a double dip tomorrow. Celtics post game and a Patriots post game show. Um, so definitely uh, make sure to check that out. Um, we should just combine post game shows and just say it should be mayhem. I'm sure Lazar would love that. Yeah, I don't think he, would. he loves his hoops, man. He's a season ticket holder. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he, but his his in his family, he's been going. He's been going his whole life. He, he's a big Celtics guy. If he wasn't doing this, he's not afraid be, to rip into them either, which is good. He knows his stuff. He knows his basketball absolutely. I mean, he's a savant with football, of course, but he knows his hoops pretty well. He could jump on this show and you know, and 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 he he'd have he, some strong. He probably has film breakdown of Celtics, and we don't even know it. He knows more about it than we do. Yeah, for sure. Probably. <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm putting a bow on this one because there's some other things I want to talk about as well. But we'll, uh, you know, just this game, it's tough. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't want to get deep into the COVID protocol stuff either. It's a mess. They got to figure it out. The NFL's changing their rules. NBA might have to as well. You can't be losing four and five dudes and have them out for five, six days at a time. It's just unsustainable right now. So Celtics are really feeling it. We'll see what happens uh, if the league gets together and starts figuring some stuff out. Obviously, news today involving Kyrie Irving. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, guys, anything more on the game? Old no. I'll defer to you guys. I'll ask this question. Are the Warriors your um, your guys' uh, favorites to win the whole thing? I don't yeah. know. Don't all jump at I'm once. I'm torn between them and Phoenix. I'm, I'm torn between like them and Phoenix. Yeah, me too. Me too. I kind of like Phoenix. But don't the Warriors get clay back and – have a little bit of that, you know, been there, done that sort of thing when it comes right. to winning so championship. Like the flashy against uh, the hard nose working group, right? Like I like the contrast between those two. So, but yeah, I sort yeah. of like the underdog feel to the to the Suns. So, I'm oh, I'd rather have the Suns. I, I I think the Suns are a blast, and I you know get tired of watching the same team win all the time. But the Warriors are a lot of fun to watch too. So I mean, they're so way, fun, and I like their personalities. Yeah. I, yeah. I was gonna say I thought John. I was gonna say I think John's hating this Western Conference uh, future <laughs> matchup, <laughs> Western no. Conference Finals matchup. I love I love the personality. I love Steph. Clay is one of my favorite players, favorite personalities in the game. I love Clay Thompson. Uh, this is to me like when they were killing people. Like it sucked for the competitive balance. I thought it was an easy team to root for. This wasn't one of those dynasties where I'm like lose. You know, like right. I mean, and even Draymond. Right. 
I appreciate it. You know, he drives me freaking crazy, but all in all, like, I love that this team exists. I like that they're kind of back into it because that was a really dominant run. Um, Like a a re-up, yes. I I love these guys. I like that Wiggins is playing better too. Um, You know, uh, I like that Iguodala literally will never retire. Um, (laughs) Especially the way it looked tonight. Jeez. Yeah, they made him look like he's got five years to go. Stripping guys, what was it? Uh, was that Thomas that didn't even know where he was after he lost that ball? Like, yeah, uh, like one thing Draymond, I mean, not Draymond, yeah, Iguodala was on his way up and he was still in motion to make a layup. He's like, Wait, where did the ball go? And he was gone. Like, one thing I did want to talk about from tonight because we, we alluded to it briefly, so I'll just throw it out to you guys. I'm doing a full heel turn here, uh, on Rob. Uh, what's wrong with this guy, man? What's wrong with him? He looks <laughs> it's it's back to old Rob. He's he can't grab rebounds. Old Greg. Oh, it's the most perplexing, most perplexing player of my lifetime. He'll at times do the do the single most coordinated thing I've ever seen a human being do: contort his body in a weird way, catch something with his left hand, dunk it over the back of his head, land on his tiptoes, and like do a little ballet move, and he's fine. And then literally, there's a ball in front of him, and he goes to grab it, and he friggin' bounces off his chin and out of bounds. Like I can't figure this guy out at all. Sometimes he's got a basketball IQ that you think he's a friggin' genius. And other times he just looks no. completely clueless. He's either his motor moves and sometimes it stops. I can't figure this guy out. It's like he's being controlled by levers or something. And then the just sometimes somebody forgets to pull the lever and the thing doesn't go, you know, I, I can't figure him out, man. I can't do it. You should stop you know, trying. Somebody say yeah, something. I, 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 <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my Romeo. We're staff. worried about you, John. All right, I'll say it. We're all worried about you. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me. Is it, is it my problem? <laughs> I mean, for me, is this an intervention? I feel like it's, the, it's, it's not your it's fault, John. Together for John. John, it's not it's your fault. Together. It's been him okay. trying to find his office. Yeah, it's not your it's fault. Him, not John, your it's fault, him, not John. you. It's him, not you. It's not your fault. John starts crying. Don't do this. Anymore. Stop saying this, this, man. Don't do Stop this. Doing this. Seriously. <laughs> no, oh, it's 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 frustrating for sure. And I mean, like, like you said, you, you don't really know what you're gonna get on any given night. You you know why it's so frustrating? It's because you've seen him, you've seen him at his best, right? You've seen him at his literal highest, is like a foot above the rim, and then you see him like you know I'm not gonna say tonight, you know, over other nights, but other nights where he just kind of blends in. You know, and it's almost like, yeah, he's capable of throwing it down if Marcus Smart makes an unbelievable pass to him. Yeah, sure. But, like, it almost feels like sometimes he's not capable of doing enough on his own. Somebody said in the comments he's just another DeAndre Jordan. I think that's a little mean. Um, <laughs> I think that's a little mean. Let's not go I, that's there. That's the word. Hey, DeAndre yeah. back in his day, though? Oh, he's yeah, he was. He's but, he, but he couldn't <laughs> score outside the circle. That was yeah. the problem with DeAndre Jordan. The, the greatest – I've said this one before, but one of my favorite quotes of all time is Charles Barkley talking about DeAndre Jordan's oh, yeah. offensive game. He's like, if you locked him in a gym all night long and said he had – you know, with a basketball and said he couldn't dunk, he'd wake up in the morning with two points. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I just think his offense but, has yeah. always been limited, though. I mean, defensively, yeah, he hasn't looked like himself, but he, you see those flashes. I just think he's just unsure of himself on offense, you know? Even when he has the ball in the paint and he has it, literally just have to turn around and look up, he'll turn the other way and look for the best pass, you know? I just think he's just been 
He just gets flustered around as soon as he has the ball in his hand. And without thinking, Man, he finally makes a jump shot, and it's, and it's wiped away, you know. All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is Insa. We're welcome, welcoming back Insa. Insa. Yeah, exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, Insa, I-N-S-A. Uh, yeah. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, Insta dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, the staff are authorities on the science. Uh, they go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety. Edibles. Uh, hanging out with friends, whatever you want. They'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, World-class head chef there as well and again the founders one thing we want to tell you about head them they're chef. local they're local uh they're from they're from western mass salem yep no oh yeah located huh? in salem but there's a location in salem they're so from springfield bobby yeah, jumped the gun because <laughs> the salem location is near his house Springfield. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there, one near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton or, as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the Garden Report told you to stop by, mm -hmm. you get a T-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there, too. That's not on us, but the T-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple T-shirts, and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call eight seven seven five hundred insa for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once yeah, again, ha have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. I don't know, man. I think you got to adjust know. your expectations a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is we had this, right? Like we did this. We saw we've seen this Rob and we had expectations for what he might be, which is a role player or a guy who could come in uh, and, you know, a couple of lobs. No, you know, yours, your expectations shots. were unbelievable. You were literally no, saying, "Wait, stop! This was two years. This was two years ago. Then last oh, okay, year, going back two years. Okay, last year he completely changed the narrative around him because he was doing stuff we hadn't seen before. He was passing great. He was playing with confidence. He was knocking down literally eighty percent of his shots. He was hitting jumpers from time to time. He looks like he's like what? Like like he lost the playbook." And like, what am I supposed to do when I'm out here now? He's just, he looks completely out of sorts now. I don't know what it is. I don't have that. I don't. I don't think any of us have the answer you're looking for. Uh, I will this say is a, that what, your expectations. Is, uh, somebody tell me something. Way this out of control of when you were. Process. You were saying, John. Bobby, what's wrong like with Rob? Future defensive, defensive player. You know, MVP type player and all this stuff. And I was Ooh. like, pump the brakes, buddy. Bobby, what's wrong with Rob? John was saying that about Rob. Bobby, I'm like, saying Bobby what happened to him? On my side he, here. he backslid. I mean, bigger minutes for sure. Yeah, you were just getting in smaller doses against second units last year. And now he's going against first units. 11 and 2 with him as a starter. And it was the best basketball they played all year. 
and when his minutes ramped up. So I don't want to see. Let's not say exactly that. And he was playing Probably closing minutes too. Eleven and two yeah. is a Bobby size level sample size. It doesn't that matter. Is a small we sample size. doesn't matter. We were begging for it because it no, had to happen. And, and when it did, he looked amazing. We're he not. Did. We didn't. We didn't imagine this last year. We didn't. No, I know we didn't. But it was also, again, in my opinion, a small sample size and lesser minutes, like Bobby said. But he was and good all year. He was good all year, but he was good, like Bobby just said, coming off the bench, playing against second units, playing 15 minutes or 12 minutes a game. We were pulling our hair out because we wanted to see it. You know, his PER last year, my my stat, was up there in like the top 10 of the NBA, and he was playing half of the minutes that everybody else was around him. So we were saying this guy needs to be playing more. Well, now he's playing a little bit more, and maybe we're starting to see some of the flaws in his game, whether it's mental, whether it's – physical um i don't know what what it is and that's why i wish i had the answer for john but i but i just don't i don't know he regressed i thought he's, he's just gonna be up and down all season I, I i because to me that's who this team is that's their identity they're they're consistently inconsistent and rob is a great example of that someone who can be literally the best big on the floor on a night where he's playing against other great bigs or he can be below average against a bunch of below average bigs and he should have dominated this game offensively i felt that there there was opportunities where he should have been more forceful and well, he's underdeveloped offensively doesn't right. have but the jumper but... doesn't hit the free throws doesn't really have much outside of the pick and roll and you don't have too many pick and roll ball handlers on this nope. game Nope. And so Golden State did a good job of taking away the lob too. They were they they were keyed in on that. They were dropping times. back. Yep. Yeah. It's easy to drop off these guards too. It, easy, easy to drop guard. off it. Yeah. They they, so they he's did hurt it. by this team, and you don't have shooters here either, spacing the floor around them. Uh, physically, he's looked fine to me all along this year, and honestly, the minutes he's putting out there for what he's doing have been good in my opinion. The net rating's real strong with him. Uh, you know, he's been impactful. He just hasn't taken over games he hasn't making a leap he hasn't progressed off last year i right. you count the you know defensive strides being able to survive not following as much and lasting over a greater amount of minutes i count that as strides for him certainly it's just not as impactful as you would have imagined it being over a greater sample size like if we looked at his current 36 last year uh, and what that would have translated right. to this year it hasn't matched that you know nope. you were expecting massive numbers from him over 36 minutes and plus, I you, think opposing defenses too. They've they're they're hip to the to the lob. You know, they take that away right. from him, and you take that Saw away from the lob, his game. offense diminish. You know, it diminishes in a big way. And you you see Ime, especially in the preseason and and, and media day before the season started, uh, talking about evolving his offense. But he even said it himself, like it's gonna take a bit. You know, it's gonna take a while. And you know, on the di- on the defensive end, you you want to see him be, you know, more aggressive and. and be more of that guy we saw in sports last season, but he just, he's not always like that, you know? On the I defense. know. I, I want, he's always been limited. He's, he's still, yeah, go ahead. Jimmy. He's still, still kind of a project in a way. I mean, when you talk about Rob, you talk about what you think he's capable of based on what you've seen in spurts. And I think that's his value right now. I mean, honestly, if you're talking about, if you're ever talking about including um, Rob in a trade for another, you know, a star or something that com- comes back, you're trading him, selling selling him to a team basically on the on the hope that he turns into the player that you think he can be. You're not basing it on here's this long list of games and production that you have that you can rely on him. You're you're basing it on okay, well we've seen him capable of doing this. We've we've seen him do this in spurts. We've seen him do this in on this game. But they're all 
just as many games, if not more, where he's, you know, just kind of another guy on the court or, you know, a step behind or, like Bobby said, you know, just not polished on the offensive end. So that's, that's the problem right now is that you're, you're in this point with Rob's, in Rob's career where you're expecting a lot more than what you're actually getting. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm pretty disappointed, uh, for, as you know, from the start of the season all the way through because I think he showed up out of shape. I don't think he showed up buff from working out. Yeah, I, think he just show, I think he just showed up heavy. Um, I don't, doesn't look to me like he practiced basketball in the off season because there wasn't any particular skill that got better, you know, and you didn't hear anything about it. Like, oh yeah, I worked on blank. It was just like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm here. I am Rob Williams. And that was it. <laughs> it was like, I hope to play 60. Games I hope to play 60 games, like really lofty friggin' goals. You know, his, his uh, hands weren't great in this one either. So many drop balls. No, that was what was oh, killing okay. me. It's just like, like I said, you see him out. do the most graceful things, and then you see him just just batting the ball around. It was just such a mess, you know. So though know. his minutes defensively out there, they held it down. I mean, they shut off the Warriors for large stretches of this one. That group with him in center and the three wings and Smart early in the fourth there. And again, the merits awesome. of a three wing lineup, Bobby, and we talked about it. And I saw you tweeted it there. I mean, you know, that's why I was psyched. The the one strange thing about tonight that I was excited about with all of the, you know, you're not happy that a whole bunch of guys went into COVID protocols, but it forced the issue where they had to play the three wing lineup. And a lot of us were like, finally, let's see what it looks like. And then Romeo was yeah. terrible. There was, you know, there wasn't, unless you were going to do Rob and freedom, there wasn't a double big one. Richard, yeah. Richardson was possible, but you were also, he was going to play, they were going to play an extra guard there for sure. Um, yeah. And, and Richardson and awesome in this one again, like yeah. just coming back again, hitting shots, making plays, defending. There's no case. I said this on the text thread during the game for any of these young guys over him right now. We thought someone was going to blow by him, and he is just levels above all these young wings mm-hmm. and guards on this roster. But that's not, that's not the argument we were making last year, Bobby, to be fair. What we were saying is you know what you have in these guys or in the guys that they're playing, but you want to see the ceiling of the younger players, which you'll never reach unless you give them consistent minutes. So you can't play Neesmith for 10 seconds one game and be like, look, he stinks, and this guy's better. You need to bite the bullet and play him for 20 games, 15 to 18 minutes a night to see if he can give you consistent effort. This in and out thing and out of the rotation and not knowing where you're playing is impossible to gauge whether or not they're actually good. But what coach is going to play a guy who's worse than another player? Just for development? I mean, this isn't a developmental A lot of teams. teams, It's not about who's a better player. It's about fit. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, that's why you see certain guys, like, for example, Luke Williams in Atlanta has been one of the best top five players on pretty much every team he's played for, but he comes off the bench because he fits in well with what they're looking to do in the reserve role as opposed to a starter. Same thing with a guy like Jamal Crawford, you know, for years. So it's not that unusual. But and there are, young, Bobby, it's, it's, it's these hard young to guys have to show you something. There are other teams well, that thing, do that, right. though, Bobby. There are other teams that spend a lot more time developing their younger players because they yes, know they're that losing they're gonna, teams, but they know that they're going to need them. You know, they know that you're going to need them down the road when you're burning those assets by not developing the players or giving them a chance to develop. Then you're stuck in this cycle. Like you can find these guys all over the place. Like if it's not Josh Richardson, it'll be someone else of his ilk. You can find these guys and give them 13, 14, 15 million dollars and get stuck in a cycle of mediocrity, which is fine. Or you can try to develop your play younger players 
and risk not being as good, but also the possible reward of them being better. I'm not saying they will right now. We're not sure. All of the early returns are not great, you know, but you'll never get there by just playing them sporadically. You have to commit and say, and you were seeing it. You're seeing it a bit from Romeo. You just, he can't. You see little things. Our expectations. He can't quite get there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why you can't carve out that, you know, every single game, you know, the young guys in this league who show you promise, they'll put up a 20 point game. I don't know. I mean, who is, uh, who is it on Miami charade? Gabe Vincent comes off the bench for them and hit seven threes yesterday. Could you fathom Romeo Pritchard, Neesmith, any of these guys doing that, even with the opportunity? I mean, we've seen them individually seen or combined. No parts. Yeah. So no. at the end of the day, like I agree with you, John in premise, develop. Fine yeah, it, but them. these guys Maybe might not be it. I don't, I don't disagree. They might yeah, not be I, it. Right. I'm Especially almost, someone. I'm almost certain they're not. Especially someone like Nismith. I thought this was a golden opportunity to have one of those games. Oh, I he mean, missed so many, so open many threes. wide open threes deep in the corner. And the Warriors are like, yeah. why, why do we respect this guy? He hasn't. And why is it taking it him us? so long to load that shot? Smart found him in the corner. The guy was in the paint. And the guy got all the way out to him by the time Nismith shot it. I was like, whoa, this, this load, this flow of Neesmith's progression right now does not look smooth at all. And he never had the quickest release, even in college, but I don't know what's going on there. It just doesn't look right. And he missed a free throw, too. And some of them are, like, halfway down the hoop. It's like, it's just, it's almost there, but, you know, he's got it. Today, there were a few in and out. Today, there were a few in and out. That was a little... Yeah. Green followed him and bailed him out, too. Yeah. You gotta make those shots. You know, not Uh, every single one of them, but you had to see at least half of those go in Max, who's 32 tonight? Timely, timely moments. I'm done with this game. You're done? <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Damn. 49 There is something, mark. uh... I know you guys are joking around Your about the names. Your cousin won, bro. That, you should be happy. I know you guys are joking around about the names I throw out there, especially former Celtics at the bottom of the roster, but Max Struess, Garrison Matthews, some of these guys they've had in camp, young players that could have had roster spots. To see them thriving in other places maybe points toward the development of the Celtics here. Maybe it's not Romeo and Neesmith and Trichard and all these young guys. Maybe they just can't develop any of these young players or mid-tier rotation players. And other teams like Miami you and Toronto. You're talking about guys like Garrison Matthews? I can't. That one just makes my head spin. At how a team I just I threw his name out there to trigger you, Bobby. I, yeah, I fully he, did that to trigger you. That's that's. I just guy. I just saw on Twitter he just signed a four year deal with the Rockets. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's got them all riled up. You know what though? We can. That's the first about, big failure of the Eme Brad era. I was waiting for John to transition from Max Trust to to Kyrie, but but it, <laughs> I guess we're in the uh, Matthews portion of the. We're gonna get that when when you guys are done here. We'll do a little Kyrie and we'll put a bow on it. You know what though? <laughs> They shorten the preseason, right? They shorten the time that these guys can get together and meet. So that shortens the time where the coaching staff can really get a, a good gauge on some of these guys. A guy like Garrison Matthews isn't going to have the role that he's had that he has in Houston. He, you know, he, he needed that bigger opportunity to show what he was capable of. So good for him. I don't know if he, he didn't play that. at all here. Exactly. Well, of course. But again, like you shorten the preseason down, you shorten training camp, you shorten all these things down. What, what, what are the Celtics supposed to do? Take a flyer on some guys that never played with them? Or are they going to go with a veteran that they at least know can play the game of basketball and, 
you kind Listen, of Garrison tied their Matthews, hands behind their back. He, he was a starter with the Wizards, and he had a big, big sample of three-point shooting through his first two seasons where he was a phenomenal marksman from deep. This wasn't just a G League guy. They pulled right. him out of nowhere. In, in fact, that, I thought in it was that a, case, sure. I thought it was a heist when Brad signed him. And, you know, I was on Parker's side. And, you know, we said Parker, as a 15th man, you can't beat that. So I wasn't – I didn't have all the foresight there. But to see him going off like he is from three – Bobby, you failed us. Yeah. I blame his fault. Bobby. Not pretty. It was Bobby, a tough call. Bobby, you should have banged that drum a little louder. You didn't make yeah. a big enough case for him, man. It's your well, fault. You have the power. The, doing now. the power of the pen. Sherrod has single-handedly had – a number of players signed, whether it's to the Pistons or the Celtics over his career. The power right. By the way, uh, Marcus Smart. Will Bynum. I, Will Bynum. Will, Will Bynum actually gives Sherrod 5% of his salary. By the way, Will That is your dude. What's up, what's up, Bobby? Uh, Marcus Smart said, <laughs> I wish it could have been us on Isaiah Thomas signing with the Lakers. Said he advocated for him. But you can only do so much. Wow, interesting. Damn. I just saw a clip of because um, I was scrolling on Twitter while coming. you guys were talking. Um, Isaiah Thomas checks in in the game to a standing ovation tonight for the <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. I like it. He's played, uh, six, he's played six minutes and has six points. Of course, he's so a lightning I, rod. I mean, he's a I, lightning rod out there. Well, let's segue. Isaiah's back, and who else is back? Kyrie. Kyrie. This I mean, guy he's partially yeah, back. They Partially both play for Boston. Both of them are both play. I guess the shoe post was ominous. It was. Yeah. It was. Well, so everyone's all in a tizzy over this because of, like, the Nets being hypocrites. I'm going to say this. Though. I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan. I obviously am a huge advocate of, you know, following science, getting vaccinated, be safe, do all that stuff. I don't give a crap that the Nets went back on their word and brought him back. The season's crumbling. They've got Durant playing 45 minutes a game. Half your team is out every single week for COVID. Why are they out, John? You've got us. It's fine, but you've got a superstar sitting there. And I know you thought it would have been disruptive to have him play some and not play some. You know what else is disruptive? COVID knocking your guys out for five and six and seven games at a time. So ultimately right now, if I'm the Nets, it would be stupid not to bring Kyrie back. Like I get that. It would be stupid to bring him back. Why? Why? Crazy. You Why? Have, they're trying to stay on top of the trust. They're trying to stay, trying stay, to stay alive here. Yeah, I'm just saying, he, and he's probably going to get COVID like 10 seconds into his first game. But then he'll be able to play every game need, after that. Cause they need to win games. <laughs> they need to win like, games. <laughs> Cause they're all like, getting it, Bobby. They're all going to get it right. now. Kyrie, Cross Kyrie that bridge Irving, and then on the other yeah. side, you know, yeah, yeah, Irving, on the other gonna, side of it, he's like, good. Now I got that out of the way. I'm going to play. Yeah, exactly. He's, I mean, he's not going to spread it any more than anybody else isn't already spreading it. So you might as well play him. The whole, you know, listen, he would be the, he would be playing if New York allowed him to play. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to the state not allowing him to play. That's how he would be playing. Started. The state didn't allow him. Exactly. So the Nets it's, are like, well, it's not the, the Nets are like, this sucks. Yeah. So no, I don't want him no, here. It's not, he's no, not the no, only. No. He's not the only NBA player playing the right Nets now without being vaccinated. The Nets, Nets could have honored see, this though at the beginning though. So see, let's not right. act like see, it's I, all on New York, but you know. Yeah. Right. No, no, they could have, but well, they, they thought it would be distracting or they thought it would, you know, screw up the level of play. But half their team is out so. now. It's not going to yeah. screw anything up because half the guys aren't even on the court to begin with. You have to play bodies. I mean, it, I totally get where they're coming from by bringing them back to play. Now, do I hope it completely backfires? Yeah, of course I do. But I understand why they're doing it. 
Well, I understand why they're doing it, but I, I my issue in all of this, and I, my, my issue isn't so much with Kyrie, uh, because he he it made his position clear, and he's not budging from that. My issue is with Brooklyn. When you come out as hard as they did in October, talking about you know we're not going to bring any back anyone back unless they're all in. Uh, this is about you know sacrifice and and team chemistry building and all this other stuff. And then you hit a little, you, you hit a, a, you know, a bump in the road with COVID now. And now all of a sudden, all that stuff that you, you were talking about, which was supposed to be part of your culture, now all of a sudden that's bullshit. We're just going to bring him back in because we're trying to win games. Don't talk to me about your culture and why you're doing things. To, and then you do a and complete release. like this. That's my no. issue. My, that's my issue with Brooklyn. I know, but, so but sure. I, what about this? Please, what, what, the what? You, the release that they put out there about them bringing him back, using covid cases as an excuse for bringing back a guy who's unvaccinated and going to be extra prone to picking up covid it's just nonsensical as beyond all the reasons sharad just talked about there the league's in a crisis mode right now i know but again bobby what's the worst that happens i mean he gets it misses 10 days then he plays road games yes, again but that's not the point john right now you have 60 cases 11 percent of the league and you have a guy who's going to be on the court unvaccinated potentially spreading it but there are the other play- bobby 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 bobby, bobby he's not the only one that's the point he's one of what very few what we're missing in all of this is there's unvaccinated players currently on the celtics and nobody's yeah. freaking out over them the only yeah. reason Kyrie, we don't know that co- for a fact there's the only we know it because they said it we didn't yeah. hit our we didn't hit well, the Bobby, threshold if, they told if, us if, Mass, if massachusetts had the same laws that new york does then we would know a lot more we would know a lot more there, so yeah. the thing is it's not the outrage over the unvaccinated player right now the outrage is over nets hypocrisy which i don't right. give a yes. crap about i don't give a no, crap it's about time it time too the nba is really trying to solve it i don't give here. a crap you know about you know what things, it doesn't matter change you make yeah. it it does you know, matter you know what though? Things change. You know what what they said when they said it was probably true at the time, and now what they're saying now. Listen, you can't tell me that they would bring Kyrie Ring back. It's bogus. Without running, you know what without, it is? It's, them it's going not out bogus. The back without door. without yes, running it, it by without running it by Kevin Durant and the rest of the team, James Harden, those guys. You don't think they want? They were on they board then. Kyrie back? They, I think no, they started. On board it. Now. I think yeah. they started. You, it. They're you, like, look, you, we need yeah, a back. You, yeah. So it's just so to Sharad's what Sharad was saying earlier, how. You need to be all in. You need to be all in. I guarantee you, the players want Kyrie around the team. I want. Oh, they, absolutely. They that Kyrie absolutely. is. Kyrie right. is all but in. Back in, that, then, in that sense, Jimmy's right. Sure, back I don't then, care about what the players. Jimmy's say, there. Back then, they didn't. So again, this and I, I, like I said, the the hypocrisy of an organization doesn't matter to me at all. Like you've got like teams like culture, character, blah blah blah, and then they draft a guy who's got like you know two arrests and a domestic issue on his resume, and they're like, <laughs> I hope nobody notices, and then they feign outrage when people find out about it. People are looking for ways to win at all times. Every franchise does it. Nobody's that classy and nobody's above it. But in this case, it's just simply a, this was the case then. The case yeah. now is, screw That's it. That's not we what need, this is about. Screw though. it. We need the bodies. We need the yeah, bodies. We got, they're yeah. using, they're using a league-wide – I don't care about winning. I don't care about any of the. No, but I'm saying that. But that's why Brooklyn is doing it. That's what this whole thing is about. They do. That's what. And that's that's that's, that's what it's. They do. They they care about winning over any perception about their culture, any perception about whether they're they're hypocrites, which they are. They don't give a f about that. They just care about trying to win. They just care about winning right now. 
So I don't care yeah. that they're hypocrites. They are hypocrites. I don't. I, I do care that Kyrie's not vaccinated. I think he should be. All of those things can be true. I also don't give a crap that they went back on their word. I really don't. You know. I don't but care. I, I, the reason not yeah. what I'm worried about, John. What yeah. I'm worried about is that you are in a crisis situation in the NBA right now, and you are using that as an excuse for bringing back a guy who is not vaccinated. You're introducing and at this time where vaccinated players. Bobby, the reality is, I don't want to. I don't want to get into. I don't want to get into a f- you know where I stand on all of this stuff and you know my stance is very pretty strong right now. I think I most of the- I'm not even I think, talking about I think Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I think most of these guys aren't because they took Johnson and Johnson or something nine months ago and all of that stuff's worn off and the Omicron thing is spreading and everybody's getting it left and right. So even people you're calling vaccinated right now probably aren't and they're getting dinged with it. So I don't think that Maybe, Kyrie's but- I don't think Kyrie's inclusion here among other non-vaccinated people whether their vaccine wore off or they chose not to get it because there still are few but people not, that have it's not equal it makes him unique it's it, it's not you know. it's not equal I, yeah they are using a situation in the league this is exactly what they said in the release we have a situation where our players are getting covid where our players are getting injured so we are bringing this guy back this is the reason we're doing this it's not because we changed our mind it's not because the players changed their mind although that's in part of it that they mentioned there we have COVID cases, so we are bringing back a guy who's unvaccinated. Think, I don't care about the hypocrisy preseason versus season now. You have a league right now that's trying to solve this issue, and you have a team right and the now. And Ky- the Kyrie's that- really the Kyrie issue is not going to make a, a big difference. So, so then yeah. he gets, you don't think so? So then, he, so, no. so then he gets COVID, and then he sits out. Like John said, he sits out for the whatever. That's many the days. problem. As we said, You're Bobby, to keep Bobby, it out of the, the Cel- right now. Bobby, the Celtics confirmed before the season began they had multiple people. They weren't even close to that. Vac- uh, so right now you're gonna we're gonna get our we're panties not talking in the bunch. About the Celtics. But right it's there the are thing, people the there difference? already doing this. So what's the difference? Yeah, the only difference is the state. The only difference I don't know is that for certain. We do know it for certain. They told us unless they got vaccinated since that statement. So I guess yeah. I don't know if they have or not. Yeah. All I know I is either. that the Nets had a stance and they changed it because players again called Which is fine. It isn't. It isn't really. It isn't. It isn't. It's not oh, nonsensical. Yeah. Look what you did to Sherrod. Look, Sherrod got mad and he left. <laughs> we're trying to figure out we're, we're trying to figure out a solution of what's going on in the league right now. And the Nets just completely The solution is they have effort. to the NBA probably has to like the NFL's doing, they probably have to change what their initial policies were for positive cases of COVID because if this Omnicon uh, variant is extremely or like not, you know, no, basically no symptoms at all, or it's super, um, you know, not strong or anything like that, then theoretically maybe they think you can still play, you can play through it or you can play and take other precautions. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think that's probably the biggest thing. And like John said, if all these guys took the J and J shot, however long ago, if it's all worn off by now and no one's gotten their booster, and Kyrie Irving's really no different, really not much different than anybody else who got the shot that long ago. So, yeah. so anyway, at this point, it is what it is. Kyrie is back. What is interesting is obviously it makes the Nets more interesting. It makes the Nets better at least half the games. Uh, it's a really interesting thing. How does this March work? Six. How does this Kyrie work? Kyrie will if- be back in the garden. How does this work for Kyrie? Like, is he going to do press conferences where he has to talk about the every game he talks? People are going to be like, so you're not going to play the next one, huh? You know, like it's just it's a. we've never seen anything like this. 
you know, all of I know, right? The initial the initial reason's still gonna be there. <laughs> you know? It's gonna be a distraction, but you know what, guys? This is sort of this could be Brooklyn's or it has been Brooklyn's MO from the very beginning, right? Us against the world, us against, you know, no one is convinced, or not even convinced, but no one is a big fan of the three of us coming together. And because of COVID last season, because of injuries, you know, they, they weren't they weren't able to make the deep playoff run that we all anticipated. But then now you turn you know, you turn your, your eyes on to this season and you have more distractions and more things in a way, but then this is sort of their MO. This is their makeup at this point. And I think that guys like Durant were like, look, we need some help here. You know, things have gone south in the sense of everyone is, is getting sick or, or, or have, and he's going to be amazing. Protocol. So why not just bring this guy on board at this point, you know, and, and so we can salvage this season and, and try to try to be on top again by by the beginning of the playoffs. He, he's he's fresh. He's off a 50, 40, 90 season, and you know it's just he's a plug and play guy. He's going to make the Nets nearly unstoppable with those three guys rolling right now. It's just this is going to continue until the playoffs. I don't think New York City's getting rid of those restrictions anytime soon. So in a seven game series, are they about to play him for the games? I guess. I don't know. Well, New York, than zero. That stuff's that stuff's going nowhere, and it is going to be a mess, and it's going to be messy, um, and it's going to be interesting as hell. Um, and he's going to be under a spotlight because you're right, Bobby. Like I said, you know, whether or not Kyrie's contributing to the problem or not doesn't matter because a bullseye's on his back any more so than anyone else. Like I said, anybody who has an expired vaccine or uh, didn't take one and is playing in the NBA right now or whatever. Um, the bullseye's on his back because of who he is and what he's decided and the stance he's you know decided what, to take. So this stuff's I mean, going to follow him all over the place, you know? And the crazy Toronto, part ahead, about sorry. all of this, the, the crazy part about all of this is that without Kyrie, guess who's been the best road team in the NBA? <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. So you better believe if Their they defense have any has been struggles, phenomenal. Yeah, he is not only is he going to be a catalyst in terms of, of just the attention that he's going to get by coming back, but if that team loses a couple of games along the way on the road, knowing that he's not going to be able to help them at all at home, he's going to come under even more intense heat and under more intense scrutiny. And Kyrie, we know he generally doesn't give a F about that stuff, but his teammates, they're going to have to clean that mess up. They're going to have to answer those questions. And at some point, players are going to get sick and tired oh, and of that they- crap. I, I don't That's know. That's what I mean. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen. It's you, going to be it's a going me- to blow, yeah. It's going to be a, a real hot mess. And and it's like I don't I think, think the Nets are understanding what they're getting into by opening this Pandora's box. Well, they love that charade. They love that. I mean, this is a defiant group. KD, Harden, Irving. These three do not care what other people say about them. In fact, like John said at the beginning, I do think Kyrie is the back of the players here. I think a lot of guys around the league had a lot of hesitancy about getting the shot, went ahead and did it anyway. So I don't think there's any ill will anywhere in the NBA over what he did here and the decision he made. So they're going to welcome him right back with open arms like they did from the start. I do think there was some confusion there that he actually went ahead and took all this time off here, but now he's back. I think it's telling that the team did make this move. You wouldn't get it without the approval of the players here. So they're going to be a force. I mean, the Celtics got them three times over the next month and a half here, and they really haven't come close to touching them the last two years here, but they've been fully loaded. So there's a new favorite in the East, for sure. I'm worried about the Bucks. I picked the Bucks preseason. They're missing Lopez. I don't think Lopez is coming back. I don't like where their depth is at. DiVincenzo's taking a little bit longer here. Uh, their point guard depth isn't amazing. And the Nets, the defense that they're playing right now, the way Aldrich has gotten rolling, they're going to be so hard to beat. 
The thing about the thing about Kyrie, you guys are talking about media, media, media. Don't forget, he doesn't have to say boo to the New York media. He doesn't ever have doesn't have to go to the arena. Doesn't have to talk to half of the reporters that aren't going to be traveling. I'm sure or more. I mean, I, I can't imagine it's even close to what it typically would be. So he's going to avoid a lot of that drama. Yeah, he's going to get the. They'll keep it back, tight. You'll get the back page headlines. Yeah, I mean, you got you guys who report in the Celtics. You know how tight the media relations can keep it with guy, making guys accessible or not. I mean, they don't. That's a tight on Zoom. Yeah, there's no locker room that all the reporters are waiting for Kyrie Irving in. So it, it's going to, to me, it's not going to be that big of a distraction at all. If anything, I mean, the Nets just got that much better. They're probably, they're happy to go on the road. When the playoffs start, they're happy to be the road team. So, I mean, it's a he no brainer. It's, it's, either, kind of, remember. it's kind of a no brainer if you're the Nets at this point to do what they're doing. I think actually they, they got an exception shroud, right? In New York, that the practice facility is a workplace or something like that. So he might yeah. actually be able it's to practice. Loophole. Yeah. They did some sort of loophole there. So he might actually be able to practice and just be around the team regularly at this point, which I mean, we are kind of pushing the second half of the season. There's probably some thinking that this is kind of our integration period for him now. And then we ramp up closer to the playoffs. They cross their fingers that New York uh, dumps that restriction by the spring, and then he's back full-time. I don't think that's going to happen, especially with the variant rising here now. I don't think there's any chance that that restriction gets dumped by the end of the season. No, they're going to start locking for some of the gonna, games now. They're going to start locking stuff down in New York, so it's going to be interesting. I think he's stuck with that for a bit, so he's going to have to live in this world for a while because um, I don't. New York's not going to change it. Today was the biggest, uh, biggest case day ever in New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting messy. Um, but Kyrie's back always polarizing. We've got obviously a bunch of friggin' doctors in the chat, you know, uh, hashing it out right now. That wasn't our point. That wasn't the point. The point was, you know, the nets went back on the Knights went back on their, the, the nets went back on their word. Kyrie Irving is back for better or for worse. Uh, you know, as far as what we think, go get your friggin' shots, everybody be smart, be safe. Um, any other thoughts before we wrap it up tonight? Knicks are back No Kemba, though. That's a sad situation. Again, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But holy wow, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, they went out. They had a bunch of people out with injury and COVID and this and that. And they're like, who are they going to play? I don't know, but it's not going to be Kemba because he's out of the rotation. Like, they won't play him even in desperate times now. It's insane. I don't. It shouldn't be this way. Understand it. It's crazy. Really. It's 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 beyond. It's not like like a locker room cancer something. I don't get it at all. I really don't. I've I mean, seen, they're not um, playing. They're not playing great without him. I mean, they could use the. They need the bodies. Um, I think. Yeah, we all know firsthand that he's not the same Kemba as he once was. But should man, I? Man, I mean, you tell me. You're telling me he's an automatic bring, DMPCD. It's kind of crazy. Should I bring up what I put in my piece, John? Yes. You've already put it out there, Bobby, so you might as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, now you have to. I mean, damn. There could <laughs> now be, you got there to. There could be an opportunity here for the Celtics to bring him back. Maybe you flip Schroeder for him and a first rounder from New York. I mean, I do see bits and pieces. I'm sorry, what? The Knicks to try Bobby's trying. Off. He's trying hard. Yeah, knock it off. See? Look what you did. You just had me choke, Shrouds man. I'm out. my water right there, dude. You, 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 I'm looking up at you guys. I'm trying to take this. Bobby, sell us on it. Go. I love it. I'm good. I just think it's a, it just think it's a fit for the Schroeder discussion <laughs> we've been having. You know, you can't re-sign Schroeder. Knicks are obviously going to get want to get off this contract if he has no future with the team here. 
they could just cut him, but that's 16 million. If Celtics are willing to take that on and like John dreamed of last year, bring Kemba off the bench, play him 15 minutes. There's no load on the knees there. Uh, it's a possibility, right? If you get a first-round pick right now, the Knicks' first-round pick is number 10 overall. And no one's listening. Yeah. You would give a first-round no pick No one's listening. Everyone's done with Bobby's take. No, the Knicks I'm listening intently. I'm listening intently. So how about this? We promise we will discuss more Knicks stuff and these trade things tomorrow when they take on the Knicks. We're back at it. Uh, in the meantime, who is wrestling? Ninja- There's too much... It- That'd be me, I think. Ninja Jimmy right now. About to go Killing me with the friggin' all over the head. <laughs> it was Bobby's dude. fault. No, your right. fault. You're making no, noise. He made me do it, though. He Jimmy made wanted me to hide. Yeah. He did. Bobby made you do it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, I will let you guys know again. It's a double duty situation. We got the Patriots as well. So make sure you subscribe oh, to our Patriots YouTube channel, Patriots Press Pass, for a post game show. Bobby, you made Bobby mad. Hey, I didn't. I didn't make Bobby mad. I think the commenters may have made Bobby mad. Uh, I, I before we leave, Patriots light. predictions. Pats win. Next question. Okay, that's what's one for the Pats. I Go got. Try. I'll take the Pats. I'll take the Pats this week. I have uh, Mac Jones' first comeback win of his career. That's what's gonna oh, happen. Like a fourth quarter, last, last fourth quarter, drive. last drive, last wow. drive. Mac Jones drives them for a like touchdown dunk, to win. Like just marching down the field, rips it down the field. I like it. I mean, listen. At this point, I, I'm not a. I wasn't a Patriots believer, but I have to say they've proven me completely wrong. So it's hard for me to bet against them. And I, I don't really believe in the Colts. I never will. Um, after what the Patriots did to them and what the Colts tried to do to the Patriots with Deflategate. Um, so I'm always going to take the Pats over the Colts. I just think that they're a better, much better organization, and always will be. As long as Belichick's coaching, I think I'll go with Belichick over whoever, whoever's on the oh. other side. That, I'm not, but that being said, Jonathan Taylor, I need a big, big, big game out of him for personal reasons. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right. Do your thing. Yeah. For personal reasons, I won't get into <laughs> fantasy football. So no. I won't get. I won't get into Jimmy's it. Jimmy's definitely crossing the tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you do not want to watch the game with me tomorrow. Way, eh? looking for a high-scoring <laughs> game. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Thanks, guys, for watching. Uh, you know. Uh, and uh, we went off the rails there a little bit, but anyway, yeah, we did. Uh, it's going to happen. But, you know, Bobby got hot. I, I agree with Bobby in principle, but I don't think it's I think the world has changed now at this point. Things are getting a little bit weird, but still go get your freaking shots. Um, and that's it. Um, All right. Enough of the CNN segment. I right. wrapping it up, wrapping it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want anybody to get the wrong message here. I disagree with Bobby in the sense that I don't think Kyrie's going to no change, message. Gonna we're change not, the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not. T- I, we're not telling people about COVID. We're just talking about basketball. And yeah, I feel like you guys basketball. are having two different the conversations. The two intertwine. Yeah. The two intertwine. So you gotta yeah. you gotta bring it up. So. Yeah. All right. We will wrap it up. Thanks.